Welcome to the Popoy and Basher podcast, a podcast about the best and worst of Pinoy rom-com movies by amateur film critics. I'm your host, Danny, and this is Eugene. Hi, Danny. Hello. What do what are we expecting in today's episode? In today's episode, we will be talking about the 2018 movie The House of Us, starring Catherine Bernardo, Daniel Padilla, directed by Cathy Garcia Molina. According to Wikipedia, the film is a story about a young couple, Primo and George, who dreams of growing old together. However, as their feelings go deep for each other, they have to deal the struggles of being in a long-term relationship and the harsh reality of life. What did you think about The House of Us? Then? The House of Us. I thought The House of Us was a well-made movie. And it had superb acting performances by, like you said, Catherine Bernardo and Daniel Padilla, all while dealing with um, really complex topics, I would say, like um, a lot of maturity and complexities of young love and second chances. I can share more later. What did you think? I enjoyed the movie. Catherine Bernardo did a great job of portraying, you know, this character, George. Meron siyang moments of points that didn't make sense. For George? Mostly for George. <laughs> Less for Catherine Bernardo. A lot of the... Wait, you meant Primo? For Primo. So, things didn't make sense for Daniel Padilla. Like, for his character, it's easy to get George and Primo mixed up, no? <laughs> Stupid <laughs> names, man. <laughs> yeah. I hate her. I, I hate those names because they sound like both men. <laughs> they were like, yes, they sound like guy names. So parang, you kept, I know you kept on saying, you bet. Primo. Yeah, Primo instead of George, George. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So you meant, okay, go back to your point. I meant there were, so Catherine Bernardo as George, <laughs> 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 yes. making clear that it's George. For me, did a great job. Her character was full, especially at the first half of the movie. But when Primo, the guy, <laughs> Daniel Padilla, the guy, when the Primo guy. came back, that's when things started not making sense-ish. Do you want to set up that transition first so that our listeners can understand it a bit? About them breaking up? House of Us, they were together. They were awarded the house. They were given a house. Yeah, they were together for seven years. So this is a story of a couple who's been together for seven years. They live together somehow. And Catherine Bernardo's, uh, Catherine Bernardo's character's aunt, Tita Lola. Tita Lola. And that's another confusing thing. It's like, is she the Tita or the Lola? Gave both of them a house. Gave both of them a house. So this is the thing I feel like that makes sense. Why would you give your niece a house and put it under the title, put the title under her name and her boyfriend's name? Na hindi pa sila kasal. Hindi pa sila kasal. And yet, I think she was... Maybe she didn't believe in marriage. 
Tita Ooh, Lola. Tita Lola's Parang, progressive. Yeah, like, I trust you this much and take care of each other and here's the house. Pero ayan, kita mo nangyari. Ayan na, nag-break nga. Nag-break sila. <laughs> I want to talk about, this is one thing that I really enjoyed about the movie. You know, the whole character progression of George. But I really enjoyed when they got together and then they were showing the scenes of them breaking up. The reality of giving up on a dream to pursue love and the contrast of that between Primo and George. Mm-mm. I really like that, especially coming from George's side, the girl's side. But one thing I don't like, which I'll talk about later, is the reverse of Primo. Okay, Primo, the guy. <laughs> Primo doing the same sacrifice when he came back. Because mm-hmm. second-hand information nakuha ni George. Mm-hmm. ko may deleted scenes yan. Meron I think, ako, uh, yeah, there is deleted scenes. Theory. Yeah, then nakita ko sa YouTube. Ah, oh, for real? I searched uh, the house. They, we show, we see Daniel Padilla like scrubbing floors, like they said. Oh. No, I don't know. I think that was in the dialogue. I yeah, it was in the dialogue, but I don't know if there's a deleted scene of that. Maybe would have better if we saw it. I think. Would it have helped if the sacrifice that Primo did is shown to us? It would have been more effective, I think, because. Uh, I hate that I'm siding with the guy here. Not really. I feel like it would have been more relatable. It wouldn't. We wouldn't just be seeing George's sacrifices and you know her missing the end mat and then her having to do everything just to make money. Like you see her sacrifices. You see everything she's she's doing. But with Primo, yung bawi niya hindi natin nakita. <laughs> Sa Italy, nangyari lahat ng paghihirap niya. Yeah. It's and, just told to us in dialogue. And, and even the way George accepted Primo back was also of question to me kasi she only discovered that Primo did these sacrifices and showed growth and maturity when they were already sort of getting back together. George accepted Primo. She tried to resist didn't do enough of it in, in this weird weird dynamic na yeah, oh. <laughs> even if your title is there if you were gone for a while so pa- and yeah they were apart for two years yes right apart for two years but they were together for seven okay so yeah it does feel like a felony <laughs> because George hadn't seen him for that long and all of a sudden he shows up yeah, he shows up and she tried to fight back na, you know, this house doesn't belong to you. Why are you here? We already let you already mm. broke up. Da, 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 da. But George kind of accepted her back into her life. George accepted Primo. Yes. Ah. So, like, I, I had a clear question here. How George accepted Primo and tried to resist, yet just let it all unfold in front of her face. She just went with the flow. Which makes me think, hindi siya na, masyado nakamove on. Hindi nga. Hindi talaga siya nakamove, nakamove on. I think in one clip that I saw a while ago, when I was trying to do research for this film, she, in her angry uh, speech, like rain speech with, with Primo, she said she didn't want him to actually leave her and that he should have been more understanding when she was expressing how tired she was that that night and when she said sige umalis ka 
umulis talaga siya and then that hurt her. And then, I think she was in love with him this whole time but then since he actually left and didn't, you know, try to, what's that term? Parang, di niya sinuyo after. That's, that's where she felt hurt. So parang, it's a second chance at love and watch it again later. How convenient for Primo. Diba? Na she was still in love with him. Yeah. And then ano, nagpayaman lang siya sa Italy. Ay, weird nga eh. Kasi parang kala ko in love dapat pa kayo. And then after one fight, ang drastic, umalis na siya. Nag-Italy na siya. That's true. One thing I enjoyed again, the avoidant nature of Primo when he just left George. Na parang he was such a useless member of society. <laughs> Because he, he didn't even provide music as a musician. <laughs> diba? In this, uh, when, when he was... Uh, when he, was uh, he tried. He tried. Hindi, pero yung isa... Firing diba, band guy nga siya. Mag-acoustic na siya and ayaw niyo kumanta ng English. Ah, yeah, what, whatever yeah. pride he was trying Hindi to fight for. Hindi productive member of society. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying, when, when he fought, when Primo and George fought, sabi ni George, umalis ka na. Umalis talaga Sumurod siya. naman siya. Oo, mabait siya. <laughs> Pero hindi, 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 that wasn't portrayed. Kasi nga, rockstar siya, ma-pride siya. Oo, Pero ngayon, ba't hindi siya naging ma-pride? So, Kasi nag-scrub na siya ng mga sahig sa Italy. Hindi pa nga siya umaalis, diba? I know, that's why when he came back, mas down-to-earth na siya. Diba? All of a sudden, he's... Yeah. I mean, lang, why did he go back? To chase her. He waited that long. All right, I think there was a reason with his dad, diba? Na namatay ata. So he went back, he went to Italy to take care of his father and to work. And this was revealed second-hand information uh, from the guapo guy in Amsterdam. The, the guapo guy in Amsterdam, Kit Thompson, who I think, like, is he even real? He's too guapo. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about, before they broke up, we talked about when Primo came back. I want to talk about the third movie here, Amsterdam the movie. Amsterdam the movie. <laughs> Why does this have to exist? Why is this a thing? I, I wish I had an answer. I was saying, uh, no. Amsterdam is such an odd, it's such a pilit location. There's no reason they should be there. I mean, they made a reason. The reason was that Catherine Bernardo's, no, her... Um, George's younger brother was Johan. going blind and somehow I thought it was a dying a dying wish. <laughs> like he wanted to go to Amsterdam, but then he wanted to see his real dad. Actually, it would have made more sense na lang pala kung dying wish pala niya yun. Going to Amsterdam. And add a fourth movie. <laughs> no, Amsterdam the movie. Then they're in Amsterdam and then at least the the younger brother was like, oh, I'm so happy that you're here with me at there. Tapos, mm-hmm. ayan, nangyari. Ito pa, ito, ito yung, the, the, that whole Amsterdam bit, I think, requires, again, a suspicion of disbelief. I keep saying that with a lot of these movies we've been watching. I say suspen- suspension of disbelief because are you supposed to believe this? I don't, they seem middle class. Do, do, <laughs> lower than middle. Ito ba yung normal dreams to go? To Amsterdam. Amsterdam. I also questioned the word Amsterdam. Who says, I want to go to Saudi because my dad is there? You will just say, I want to see dad. my dad, yeah. So parang, 
Amsterdam was repeated so much. Merong references to tulips. To tulips. But it just wasn't natural choice. It felt N- nitpicking yeah. though, but it, it just kind of weird. And then we were laughing. Ano sila? Gusto nila magpakasabog sa Amsterdam. <laughs> Gusto nila pumunta sa red light district. In, in, mas na-emphasize yung Amsterdam instead of the father. Yeah. So, again, nitpick, but just yeah, a weird actually, I just little choice. Dreaming of Amsterdam. Diba? Okay. I would imagine France. Pero they were trying to establish the, the OFW dad, diba? I thought they would have shot in Italy. I thought it was going to be Italy because they kept talking about um, Italy, Italy. Yeah, on, Primo's, uh, Primo's family, family yeah. being in Italy. And no, I guess the younger brother wanted to go to Amsterdam. Mga mas madali makakuha na. Baka mas masinik ang Amsterdam for these type of movies. I think, baka wala pa kasing movie shot in Amsterdam. So, this was the, was this the first? Yeah, I think so. It's possible. Kasi meron na, na, ah, na kasi silang Barcelona. And Rome. They do have a movie oh, called Barcelona. The yeah, Kaf- the same. Kaf- Kaf- Maybe they shot in the same year, no? Nag-Euro trip. Nag-Euro trip. <laughs> How fun. Yung isa kong theory about this is the third movie that we've talked about in a destination movie. And maybe the second, but there are the more movies theme. na destination movies. One of my theories is, diba the whole point of rom-coms is to make people feel kilig, feel excited. And for Filipinos, part of that is traveling. Part of that is the fantasy of Ayan, going to Europe, going to, yeah, mostly Europe, mm-hmm. or... Out more, of Asia. Yeah, out, out of, of Asia, the Philippines. Out of the Philippines. Or more exotic places like, ayan, San La Union, or Siargao. What was Osaka the movie? Kita Kita is Osaka the movie. <laughs> so this is how funny it is, right? We can... Name the country. Name the country and the movie, and then that's right. automatically a rom-com. There's always a destination. I think that's interesting what you what you brought up. Maybe part of what makes the kilig valid or make it more real is that when you're in a different place it you know transports you physically, emotionally, mentally. Maybe it just adds it heightens the emotion somehow. I don't know, that's a that's a theory. Eh? <laughs> make of it what you will. Is that how you felt? What when I'm traveling, yeah. I mean, you feel happy when you travel. You're on vacation. <laughs> so all of that and all of, of the mixture of emotions. and Especially when you're traveling abroad with a you know, girlfriend or boyfriend. Isn't that cute? Kilig yun. Kilig. Kilig kaya yun. Okay. So... Can, I, can I say something about what, what the best thing I loved about this movie was? Mm-hmm. That uh, Daniel Padilla normally has a punchable face. <laughs> and in this movie... It made me not want to do that. <laughs> that is my personal take on Daniel Padilla's on face. Daniel Padilla's face. I think he did a good job at being a being a face. Being a face, having a face, having a pogey face. Yeah, I have another point. Now that we are moving to the end of the movie, one of the things that I didn't like was at the first part the heartbreak of George. Was very clear. It was very clear. It was very relatable. You really saw it from a perspective that you could empathize with her. Tipong, she was really tired. She was with a useless, you know, boyfriend. Rockstar boyfriend. <laughs> Rockstar boyfriend, gramophone listener. <laughs> and then the redemption of Primo wasn't as relatable, wasn't as visible. Because we didn't see any of it. 
Is it because of that? Or actually, Sana, he just he just pursued or he became successful at what he originally wanted to pursue, which was to become this rock star, right? And if he did push through with those dreams, I think it would have made more sense. I, I, if I were George, you know, in a realistic in a realistic scenario, like, oh, I'm so proud of you. You you push through with your dreams and Sa Italy. No, if he were in Manila, wherever they were, na naging successful rock rock star person siya. Instead of naging siyang MLM Oo. networking. Although that's what's admirable din, di ba? Na mag-networking na rin siya. And also, if, if what you suggested happens, na Primo achieved his dreams, how convenient for Primo again! <laughs> I know he made the bad with all of the suffering of George. Na si George nagihirap parin in trying to take Enmat. Are you Team Primo? I I'm Team following your dreams and achieving your your goals, which is why it's it was kind of sad at the end that we didn't see George become a doctor. What they sold the house together. Congrats, you're real estate people now. But. <laughs> This is part of why I mentioned the redemption is not as relatable. So, because mm-hmm. it's secondhand and it's through a letter that was written ages ago, and more importantly, through the efforts of Primo, only from that point onwards, hindi nakita ni George mm-hmm. yung effort niya when Primo was in Italy. So, again, the reveal na, oh, he had a hard time was. Yeah. Second hand. Yeah. Diba? When Primo was singing a song in the Reichstag Museum. Oh, that's... <laughs> Amsterdam's so beautiful, by the way. You should I, go. <laughs> I've never been. Maybe we should go. <laughs> so do all the Kath Neal stuff there. Yeah. They, there was... I, I get that there are some moments where it felt off, the your movie, like injecting humor in places where it should have been otherwise serious. Like, we will you already mentioned this bit about them reconnecting after two years and then he basically shows up at George's house. Yeah, trespassing by the way. It's don't do it. <laughs> and it's treated as normal banter. Um, like between exes when they argue yeah. about possessions and you the line in the middle of the room. But it, at the back of my head, it's like, shouldn't you be more angry? <laughs> shouldn't you be more devastated? That was an intense last fight. It just didn't make as much sense for me, mm. that part. Na first part was good, big lang merong middle na non understandable. It could have been more dramatic, actually. Na I came back here for you, I have nothing, and then this is the only thing that I have left. But yeah, instead, it was done comedically with sexy moments and all that. I, uh, they were trying to like seduce each other. <laughs> okay. Generally enjoyable movie. May trivia na naman ako. Ay, may trivia ka. Ano trivia mm-hmm. mo? Meron din pala ako, but may trivia ka. You Sige, go first. Sige, unahin trivia mo. <laughs> Apparently, Baka naman same yung trivia natin. I think so. Apparently, this movie did really, really well in the Philippine box office. Okay, hindi same yung trivia natin. What do you mean really, really well? According to Wikipedia, it's the first Philippine film <laughs> to breach the 600 million mark. What was the 600 million mark? Of earning 600 million. Oh, nga. So what was the... Nobody has broken the 600 million mark. So who made the 599? 
<laughs> but 571. Sino yung highest grosses before them? Ganda Rapido, The Revenger Squad. Ganda. <laughs> I don't know. It earned ah, Vice Ganda. Ganda I thought. Ganda Rapido, Ganda The Revenger Squad. <laughs> And you compare it to the House of Us. <laughs> That's so nice to know that they beat Ganda Rapido. Avenger Squad. Okay, dalawin trivia ko. Sige, this better be interesting. I'm excited. Semi trivia, really. I learned that Carmi Mundo was the was credited as a writer for this for this movie. Apparently, she's done five, four other Kath Neil movies. I don't know why I found that interesting, but then I just I found interesting that. They have so many movies together. It's so interesting to me how love teams work, really. Like, are they beholden to each other? So it started with Can't Help Falling in Love. Maybe there were movies before this. I'm not sure. If we have listeners, maybe you can correct me <laughs> in my Kath Neal history. There was Can't Help Falling in Love. She's Dating the Gangster. Crazy Beautiful You. Barcelona. Hello, Love, Goodbye. Oh, no, that's not them. But Carmi Mundo also wrote Hello, Love, Goodbye. Um, Your second trivia. My second trivia is that there is a there is currently a TV series now called The House Arrest of Us starring Daniel Padilla and Catherine Bernardo. And it got released in October just this year, 2020. And it's about house arrest living in quarantine during COVID. It's so interesting. They they come out with this with these new stuff so fast. It's called the house arrest of us because I think they're supposed to get. This is a young couple about to get married and live together. And if you watch the trailer later, maybe we can watch it later. There's a barangay person who comes and announces that the whole barangay will be in community quarantine. lockdown. Yeah, yeah, in quarantine. Tapos make may references na yata of COVID and people wearing face masks and. Sa loob ng bahay merong muubo tapos takot sila sa tao. Yun, galing no? And it's, but then, it has nothing to do with the house of us. It's oh. just the house arrests of us and then there are different characters. Third trivia, Rufa Gutierrez is in that series. <laughs> Why are these trivia <laughs> Wala, information tri- about? Actually, I don't know what trivia means. Maybe trivia just means stuff I learned on the internet <laughs> about five minutes ago. <laughs> Let's define trivia next time. Sige. Basta I will trivia. <laughs> May trivia ako lagi. <laughs> Sige. Okay. Would you recommend The House of Us? I would recommend this movie. I think it's a very emotional, very well thought out movie. And you don't have to be a Kath Neal fan to appreciate this movie. Would you recommend this movie? I will recommend this movie. I feel that this is a Katrin Bernardo's movie. <laughs> her her character had more growth than Primo. Than Primo, and she acted really well. I'm starting to like Katrin Bernardo as an and as a as an actress. I really liked her in Hello Love Goodbye, but seeing her previous movies, kind of re- like you can see her progression. And wow, she is impressive. And you do see the growth. You feel her growth and maturity and whatnot. And I guess how she delivers her lines and she she's always so emotionally charged. I mean, I'm not 
I'm, I'm a professional film critic, but it's so it's so fun to watch her, though. Yeah, because now it's like performance, talaga yeah. And you can really watch her movies back to back, right? With Netflix and all the subscription services. Yeah. Okay. Did we watch this on Netflix? Ah, oh, yeah, this was. We watched Netflix. it on Netflix, so. Okay, rating time. How would you rate this movie? If zero was, you will listen to Primo play every night for the rest of your life. And 10 is, you will own the house and live there. <laughs> I don't know if that's 10, but it looks fresco. I don't get this. <laughs> Bakit yan yung 10? Hindi man lang 10 is going to Amsterdam. Ay, oh, yeah. That's okay. Going to Amsterdam. Going and, and enjoying Amsterdam. Enjoying Amsterdam. Okay. I, I want to go to Amsterdam. <laughs> I would say a seven and a half. So that puts me in in between listening to Primo Singh and going to Amsterdam. You will listen to Primo's <laughs> in Amsterdam, album. In Amsterdam. No, you will listen to Primo's album on the way to Amsterdam. Oh, yeah, yeah. On the plane. So that's oh. halfway. That's almost halfway. More than halfway. <laughs> Do I have to explain my 7.5? I feel... Okay, let me explain my 7.5. It's missing the 2.5 because of the... I felt uncomfortable with the shift to comedy... To comedic scenes, like a, a comedic treatment of what should otherwise be serious, like that long distance of them not a long distance. That long time. That yeah, that long time they up. haven't seen each yeah. other, and then considering the serious ng last fight nila, parang the comedy didn't make sense. Yeah, but I feel like they had to also inject, you know, cute, cute. Killing yeah. Parang, yeah, that was a serious fight. That's true. Yeah. A awkward comedy is that that's a minus for me. And a I guess unnecessary characters like Johan. Yeah, Johan, the younger the the blind younger brother. Oh, he's he's going blind. And the unnecessary backstory of the dad with half with a with a step family in yeah. Amsterdam and the curly haired boy. <laughs> like there's just so many other characters and worlds and but I guess it's minor. Those were minor things. Yeah. Seven point five is pretty it's not bad. Okay. It's not that bad. And, oh sorry. And that it was too long again. It's two hours. It's two hour two hours. It's two hours. I don't why movies have to be that long? I get so sleepy after the first. <laughs> uh, my max is 90 minutes, but. Okay, how about you? I will also give this a 7, 6.5, 7. I still recommend you watch it, but it's just the length is too long. I think it could have been shortened to an hour and a half. Daming naganap sa movie na to, that's why I can divide it into four movies. Mm-hmm. Pre-breakup, the middle, the suyo, the Amsterdam, the, Amsterdam, the movie. <laughs> Cut it by half an hour, it would have been tighter. Um, and, you know, some illogical stuff uh, with that when Primo got back and they drew a line, literal line. They drew a literal line at the house with masking tape. Yeah, could have been tighter. Okay. And with that, this has been the Popoy and Basher. I've been your host, Danny. This is Eugene. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Goodbye.